attached to the strongest signal nearby. Oh. And what they've done, the, the, this first route too, is they've put a bunch of Google Wi-Fi uh, I bet they put like billions into this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, how did we not know about this? How did we not know about this? If you go to Google though, like on the Google page, now they're starting to like push. I think they're about to like start pushing it big because what now Google they have page? they have all the phones now too. Like they have like the Google. <laughs> He's already page. on his phone. Like, where is it at? Yeah, Check out Google, Google Fi. Google, how do you spell that? F I, I think. Okay. This is the weirdest opening rant we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, dude. I'm just telling you because I'm trying to put you guys, you guys are the first ones getting put up on it right ever. now. I mean, Watch, next time we come back, Obnoxious is going to have a Google Fi ah. phone, Google Fi house. <laughs> He's just going to be laced up. Usually this opening well, who's segment. Who's the dude from uh, Facebook who um, he has that one thing where it talks in Morgan Freeman's voice? Oh, yeah, like the yeah. whole house. Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Morgan Freeman's house. Yeah. yeah, that's when you're balling, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're like, yo, can you come over, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> and record shit that I write? <laughs> is it Morgan Freeman? Uh, what time is it? And he talks. Uh, talk we should, to we should probably start the show. All right. All right. Don't flush the toilet. Another gadget-filled episode of the crappy. I can't do a Morgan Freeman. I tried to do a Morgan Freeman. You weren't even close, bro. <laughs> no, no, that was awful. No. Welcome to another very, another very badly cloned episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We're your hosts, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Arash, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kilsey Ray, even though we just call him Chris. Yeah, yeah. You know, every time I do this opening thing, I think about the time that Cookbook was on, and he's like, "What the fuck is the Diego Brown Project?" Yeah, yeah. I guess you'll never know. <laughs> We're, of course, brought to you by Platform Collection. Make sure you go over to platformcollection.com and check out all the amazing content that's on there. There's music videos and essays and reviews and just enough music content to get you lost down the perpetual, I can't think of something other than rabbit hole, mm -hmm. rabbit hole mm -hmm. for the next five years and for the past five years. Next fact. five years? Yeah, 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 yeah. Only the next five years because then, you know, we're not going to have a country left. Uh, yeah, yeah, after these, yeah, 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 yeah. it's rough. It's probably going to be like a nuclear winter. Well, yeah, in about five years. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems like a thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but uh, while you're there, make sure to check out our sibling podcasts. There's Culture Sessions, hosted by Melathion Archive, produced by Spock Beats. Spock Beats. The Two Mix Hologram Podcast, of course, going long and strong. <laughs> He'll appreciate that. <laughs> that might be the new thing. Yeah. That might be the new thing. Uh, Life on the Road with 60 East. Really, though? With Cookbook of L.A. Symphony, Orchestrated with Noah James and Lisa J, Status Escalate Podcast, and Proof of Life Radio. Yeah. Both hosted by Kali. That's a lot of attention Kali's getting. I yeah. Feel like, I feel like we need to start another couple of shows. I got another show, fool. You need to start another I show. I have another show. It's yeah, but it's not, not on the on, network. It's not on the network. <laughs> uh, and the Ghetto Blaster podcast hosted by Ricochet. And we just announced just a new Ricochet, one too, yeah. right? Yes, dude. Uh, but but that's for, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. That's on 2 Mex Hologram Radio. Oh, you're not going to announce it's it? It's just there? on there, though. Ah, you know what I mean? okay, so, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of 2 Mex Hologram Radio... Go check out Timex Hologram Radio. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, 24 hours of all kinds of, not not all hip-hop, but inspired by the culture and the spirit of. Yeah. And therefore. Yeah. And, and it's all that. It's a lot that. of indie music, but it's a lot of hip-hop. 
lot of lot indie, indie emo goodness. Of a bunch of different types of genres. Absolutely. Yeah. You could check out uh, The Up, hosted by Kill C. Ray as well. Yeah. It's on on Fridays, right? It's on Fridays, yeah, and it, it replays on Tuesdays, mm. which is uh, dope. Syndicated already. Syndicated. On your yeah. own... On your own radio. Yeah. Uh, tune in radio apparently is the go-to place to listen to Two Mix Hologram Radio. Mm-hmm. So go do that. And you can stream it there 24 hours. It even saves your spot. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you want to hear a show later or whatever, that's pretty cool. I dig tune in. I'm still on Stitcher when it comes to podcasts, mm-hmm. but I really like whenever I'm sending somebody a podcast. What uh, does tune in have to do to get your business then, man? No, well, this is how I'm using them. Okay. It's a very clean layout. Yes. So if I'm sending somebody a show that I want them to show, oh, you out, send it via tune in. I'll do it via. Yeah, because Stitcher, people get lost a little right, bit. Yeah. Right, right. TuneIn's clean, but then the downside with TuneIn is that it doesn't have, like, every single episode. Right, right. So, like, if I'm sending an episode of Burner Podcast to somebody, like, it's going to be, it's going to have to be, like, one of the past ten or so. Yeah. It won't be, like, one of the early episodes. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of which, usually I do this at the end, but check out Burner Podcast. That's over at BurnerPodcast.com and covers the Burning Man community and culture, the longest-running audio show about Burning Man, hosted by yours truly. Yeah. That's at burnerpodcast.com. But one. back, yeah. <laughs> but back to Platform Collection. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Platform Collection. That is one word all spelled out. And on Twitter at Platform Collect with no shun. No shun. Shout out Tor Project, open source privacy platform. Uh, working not very tirelessly, but to help protect. You know what? This is probably the, the time that we need them more. I'm going to say this, though. Hmm. Okay. You know how on the last show I was like, Come on, what the fuck, Tor Project? Help yeah. us out. We got hacked the other day. The yeah. website got hacked. Did they help us? We have not been hacked since. I mean, oh, well, security is super tight. Like, <laughs> if you, is that, that was you, did they take credit for that? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, we were getting hit on the daily. Really? Yeah, for, and just for a while. And then it just stopped. Boom. Shut up. Yeah. How long were we getting hit daily? Up until like the podcast came out. Wow. <laughs> but and then we announced it, and then somebody from Tor Project took care of it. I don't know. We have a secret guardian angels out there. I mean, I, I, we can't say that, right? We of can't course not. That, but of course not. I don't know. We can't say anything officially. No. But if you want to learn more about Tor Project, go to torproject.org. That's T-O-R project. I hope you know how to spell project. Dot org. And check what that... Oh, the, yeah, that. Good. <laughs> Usually at this part, I do the burner podcast thing, but I already did that. Yeah. Uh, tell them about Stitcher and iTunes and all that. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, our Spreaker. Spreaker. Go over to platformcollection.com. You can hear uh, all of our episodes mm. over there at Platform Collection now. You don't go to Crappy Awesome anymore. You don't need to. It just takes you straight to Platform Collection. It's so sad. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not that sad, I guess. It makes me, it makes me a little sad. Does it? Oh, because that was the first website. I think Mr. Arash... Is the person who made that first website? Yeah, way back when. The very first one back in the day on Weebly. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just be... a, now it's in the cemetery of websites. <laughs> used to be my People playground. People are stepping on it. Yeah, there's weeds in the front. Man, it's, it's a crack here house. We're gonna need to sell the old the old crappy awesome website. Is now a trap house? Oh it's no, just a trap house on the web on the web. And the real estate has dropped that badly. Huh? Yeah, can't we gentrify yeah. it? The school started. I mean, closed. Oh man, it went the opposite direction. Yeah, we so go to, to platform collection. <laughs> Moving on up. Mm-hmm. But it, guys, also thank you so much for supporting Two Max Hologram Radio. Again, I have the show The Up on Friday. We play underground music for you to turn up to. And man, this last week I was pulling out some obscure 
shit. Mm. You guys see, this is the problem, man. You guys don't listen to the whole album. Yeah, that's what's listen wrong to the with whole you. album. What's wrong with you? There's indie and underground artists who have tracks that could play in any club, mm. could play on any ra- like radio station, yeah, yeah. but you just don't know about them. So yeah. instead, you're turning up to the shit that they spoon feed you on the radio. But I got your back every Friday. Check it out. Um, and if you're looking to send in music. At uh at P.O.L. Hip Hop Eddie, he's the only one accepting music. <laughs> P.O.L. Hip Hop oh, Eddie, you threw that all on his head. Yeah, huh? it's all on him. He's got to go through him to get on the show. So do that, guys. Thank you for supporting. Also, what's uh, his response rate? His response rate. Yeah, does he respond to people? Oh yeah, he's really good at that. Yeah. So like, he'll, will he respond to people and tell them their music sucks? No, I think he just says, "I got your music. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll let you know." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have our people call your. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I am my people. <laughs> yeah. But oh, big welcome to the Hip Hop Digest. The world famous Hip Hop Digest is now on the Platform Collection Network, and it premiered. Last, uh, actually, let's see. This is coming if you're listening to this on the day it came out. It premiered on Tuesday and it's on every Tuesday. So check it out Hip Hop Digest. It's really, really dope. It's super funny. That's what's um, and they've been on forever. So uh, shout out to them. They're the, the OGs in the game. So dope, welcome, dope, dope. welcome to the network. But yo, we got obnoxious on the show today. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. And we're at his pad. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it is really comfortable here. It is, yo, obnoxious. <laughs> is, he lives plush. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there right now. You know what I mean? I mean, like we've had we've had situations where we walk into it. There's a, been a hard times, party. and now yeah. there's good times. I'm like, man, <laughs> it'd be nice if the couch didn't have a spring in my ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Curtis King. <clears throat> but yeah, man, welcome to the show, dude. This the realest shit that I quoted. Got the AK and it's loaded. I ain't got no soul cause I sold it. I was selling rocks while you voted. Fuck, I'm thugging now. Enemies, I ain't bugging now. When the road down in the bucket while I'm thumping now. Tripping up the way when I spray, got them ducking down. 40 ounce twisting when we hunt them down. We're coming if you ready or not. Hit them up like Pac, are you ready to die? My hood like hell, bro, barely alive. Me and my homies still living, but we barely survive. We ain't make it out, but we beat the eyes. Tattoos, I can't keep a job. Devil in my ear while I speak the guy. My pocket's empty, so I need a ride. Can't buy food with faith, though. So we chop that, yeah, yo. City of angels, back the day go. When that block hot, could that case cold? Used to stay blow, but I started tripping. I got my son, I really started living. My road to life, you said it far from prison. I guess forever had a car to get it, my God.
wanna go to jail, I gotta see them. Same people with fame and they seem lonely. You could be an OG, you could be Kobe. No gold bottles, talk is an e-foes. Still jump in the fence when we see police. I must have been cursed in the worst way. Can't buy my son nothing on his birthday. I do all I can and it hurts me. Coming from last in the first place. What did I do to deserve hate? It pushed me away from the church faith. Lost my mom for whatever hit first grade. For what hit the grave, will I ever see her face? For people who, who may have been under a rock on the West Coast for the last, what? Man, I, I remember I was telling Arash mm. on the way over here, right? Like, you know, I've always I've always been into hip hop. So following and I'm one of those people who try to listen to everybody, especially in our city. And uh, man, I can't I you've at least been doing this as long as I've been paying attention. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know that now. I, I remember uh, I remember hearing obnoxious when obnoxious was like really young and like oh, yeah. he, he was known as like this <laughs> new young cat and everybody was like damn who's this dude like all the way to then and then to see him like kind of progress into then finding his voice and then making his own shit and it's but it is crazy because you know like in san diego and, and a lot of people will find out during this interview the it almost seems like the rule the rules here are different oh, yeah. than anywhere else right like it's almost like the Bermuda Triangle of like the dopest <laughs> talent you've ever seen because there's there's literally all the meters start spinning upside down. You've been in the city for a while. You know that in every part of the city, there's somebody dope. Like oh, there's yeah. somebody that's just amazing. Even from some of the homies don't consider it San Diego, like Oceanside. Yeah. You go up there and there's yeah. so many dope artists. Monsters. And <laughs> yeah. And the, and the thing is, it's like, I think it's taken San Diego up until recent. And one of the things, like, I definitely credit artists like yourself simply for just not quitting. Because I think in the past, a scene would never get built because people would only go, like, halfway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, at a certain point, we don't have, like, there's only a few heads that just wrote it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> most of the people, I guarantee, right, the most of the people you started with throughout the city, you probably, they're probably not here anymore. No. Right? So, <laughs> in order for you to, like, keep pushing forward, like, I want to get to, like, what what started that like within you you know what i mean like so as like a kid were you always into hip-hop music as, as, as long as you can remember is uh this is as far back as i remember is like the nothing but a g thing video yeah when that first came out uh what do you think it was 92 92 91 92 probably yeah and uh that's about the time i started learning english <laughs> my, my cousin eddie he was basically like hey man you have to see this uh music video on mtv like well you know when it comes on he kept yeah. on talking about it he's all it shows his girl's boobs <laughs> even though it didn't show the boobs right right but we're so little out. yeah and so i waited like all the time and then when it finally did he called me in like hey, hey that video's on <laughs> and i come running in and we're just sitting there waiting and then like you know when the guy the pulls the, the shirt, the yeah, yeah, the bikini yeah. top. But we were so excited about the boobs, like, oh, what? We saw boobs, like, you know what I mean? Like, fun side story. I'll tell you, her name is Mercedes Ashley. Really? And, yes. In and, the uh, video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And I went to a uh, bachelor party in L.A. Where she was, it was her company that brought out the strippers. So she was like the lead dancer. <laughs> what? And they had four other girls there. So it was five girls at this bastard party. Did you pull her top off? Oh, I mean, she did. They played that song on <laughs> Rob. Well, they played that song on Shout out for those a goddamn boobs. hour. Yeah, making shout me out those rap. boobs. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. were very important boobs. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And then she left her other girls there to take care of the rest of the dudes yeah. after she left. Because right. she didn't do that well, part. Well, it's either here nor there. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Dude, so, um... 
you you watched that, and then I mean, I'm like, obviously you're taking in some of the music. Oh yeah. Was it like what what about it was? I like, was like, man, these are the coolest motherfuckers I ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Like Snoop Dogg and Dre, refrigerator full of forties, <laughs> lowriders. I'm like, damn, who are these guys? Like. This is what I want to be. Like, yeah. you know, like, this yeah. is what I want. I was like, Dre and Snoop, sign me up. This is fucking, this is me all the way. Like, yeah. you know, fucking. And start. up to that point, had you, have you had you written raps? Had you I was super playing little. around with anybody? No? <laughs> I was so, man, I, uh, I was probably only like, I was born in 85. That was like 92. So I was still little, but it just. Yeah. Man, like. Fuck Batman and Robin. I said there was Dr. Dre and Snoop. Wow. Like, and Ice. Oh, and Ice Cubes. It was a good day. And, yeah. Uh, check yourself. Like I seen that. I was like, man, these are some cool ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, like the prime of West Coast hip hop. Um, and, yeah. and then whatever that was, because I was too little for NWA. Yeah. Yeah. Ice yeah, yeah. T and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. So Death Row era was like my first. I you know eyes on hip hop. And then I seen that, and I was like, man, this is like. I was just stuck on it. Like I have to have this tape. Yeah. You know, like I have to have this music. And I was so little, but the West Coast thing and then um, you know, my family, you know, being all essays and yeah. solos going around the whole lowrider scene. But still at that time they were I think West Coast was still so new, they were still bumping funk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, so yeah. they were still cause funk wasn't that old then. Yeah. It was like not even Or like Roger and Zap. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So it was like you know, West Coast was still rising at that time. So that's what sucked yeah. me in. Like, I need to do this. <laughs> yeah. And that was like your kind of like your door because they were speaking to like to the people that were younger. Mm -hmm. And then, OK, so you get it. You, you immediately get hooked to the music as you start to grow up. First, are there other are there other like creative people in the house when you're growing up? Um, Not really. I think that's the that's the thing. I was able to just. Music was my outlet, my getaway, you know what I mean? Because yeah. my mom left me when I was little. My pops was locked up. I was raised by my grandparents. Yeah. They were old. They didn't want to raise you, so they're kind of like, oh, just go play video games and yeah. just hang out in the corner or something. So I think music was my getaway. Just put on headphones and just zone out, you know? Like, yeah. Like, this is, this is dope. When just you, listening, like, oh, what they're saying. <laughs> did, you, did you feel like you took a lot from, like, the lyrics as far as, like, you growing up? Because, I mean, obviously at that point... You're kind of raising yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but then in a way, like, if music does for all of us, it, it kind of raises you as well because mm -hmm. it puts ideas in your head that you never had before. Like, how did music affect you at that, like, younger age? Well, basically looking to see what they're wearing, yeah. it's like, oh, those are Diggies. Oh, yeah. those are Chuck Taylors. And then my grandma and them looking like, why the hell do you want those for? They're Chuck Taylors. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's what's cool. I need that. You know what I mean? And. Uh, they're all dickies. They're all, that's what your grandpa used to yeah, work, be a janitor work and yeah. work on cars. And they're like, why do you want to wear that shit for? You know, yeah. it's like, that's what Dre and Snoop are wearing and Cuban them. I have to wear it, you know? And so that that was all embedded into yeah. me and the whole style, the culture and everything. And then even when, um, when I got a little older and Biggie came out, I was so little to the point when they called it Biggie Smalls, I thought Biggie was Biggie and Diddy was Smalls. <laughs> I thought they were a duo. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, both of them. That's Biggie and Smalls. You know what I mean? Like, it's actually kind of better now. Yeah. Like, that's a good rebrand. And I was mad when I found that it wasn't true. I was like, oh, that, that's a whole nother guy. That's P Diddy. You're not Smalls no more. That's funny, <laughs> dude. So, uh, at what point, like through, um, or yeah, like around what age did you start going? Like, hey, this is maybe this is something I kind of want to do. In middle school. Middle school. How, how I was do, like, you remember grade. it well? Yeah, I remember uh, 
going and buying the Westside Connection uh, single oh, that yeah. came with the instrumental Uh-oh. to bow down. Yeah. And it had another one on there. It might have been Who Banging is the B-side yeah, instrumental. Yeah. And yeah. just, like, playing those beats and writing and having a... Two uh two boom boxes. One had a microphone built in the boom box, <laughs> and the other one played the beat. And I would play the beat and the rap in the disc boom box. Yep. Take the tape, put it back in here, play it, and then do dubs. Yeah, over yeah. it yep. all through the thing. That was your multi-track studio. Yeah, and you know, and did as many dubs as I want as long as I kept switching the tapes over. And uh, what were you rapping about? Uh, man, shit that I shouldn't have been rapping about. Yeah. I, was about doing, I was in seventh grade, talking about doing drive-bys and drinking 40s and all sorts of just crazy shit. I'm like, oh, man, you know. I was saying, I remember going back and thinking, like, did I even know what that means? Like, when I when I was saying certain yeah. shit, I was like, did I know what it Probably means or did not. I just hear it? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like... It didn't matter. It sounded fresh. Yeah, talking about, you know, <laughs> like, at that time, like, even talking about chronic, like, I thought I thought chronic was just weed in general. I didn't know it was, like, a good yeah, weed. Yeah. I thought everything was chronic. <laughs> so even, like, in middle school when we'd buy, you know, fucking dime sacks, yeah. and we'd all pitch in, get a 20 fucking dollar fat ass, like, mech sack, you know? When, and then we'd be like, oh, yeah, we're smoking chronic. Smoking chronic. <laughs> they opened it, they yeah. flies out. Hey, but we thought it was the yeah. shit. We're like, yeah. oh, this is chronic right yeah. here. But till... I got into high school and then uh, I went to Monta Vista and um, you know the bros were the ones who had the yeah. fire and that's when Bull, Bull Rider first came out. I don't know yeah. if you guys remember Bull Rider and he was like, "Hey man!" So we all pitched in by the twenty. It was a little ass nug and we all just looked at each other like, "For twenty dollars, you got this little ass nug? What the fuck?" You got it was ripped a, off. Man. It was a gram until yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we all looked at each other. We're like, "Wait, it does smell better and it looks better." It's not flat and fucking have yeah. a whole bunch of seeds, and then we smoked it. We're like, okay, yeah, that's chronic. You're like, <laughs> you're like, this doesn't smell like oregano. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you're just so young and naive at that time. But yeah, just talking about smoking chronic, drinking forties, and I don't know, just yeah, crazy shit. I think I was rapping like Brother Lynch at one time, like demonic baby gut ripping shit. You <laughs> oh know? wow, so because <laughs> that you, was popular too. You yeah, know? yeah. Did you go through? Like, what had to happen for you to go, like, oh, man, I needed to, maybe I need to take this a little more seriously. Well, one, you had to really, at what point did you realize, like, okay, I guess, I guess I'm pretty good. Like, people aren't <laughs> saying, like, boo, like, when yeah. you rap. Like, you're, you're like, okay, I'm pretty good. Like, <laughs> was it somebody telling you or you just felt like, oh, okay, people kind of like my shit? Yeah, I guess that's what it was. People, yeah. no one said, like, hey, you're whack, you should stop. They're like, hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even older people were yeah. like. Like, you know, like, I just came out, like, I was like, hey, look what I got. And they're like, they're probably, like, thinking of themselves, hey, for being a fucking seventh grader, that wasn't yeah, that yeah, bad. Yeah, they were you know, like, that's like, pretty dope. <laughs> and just fucking tiny increments of positive reinforcement. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, bro, like, that story that you just told has been told on this show so many times yeah. of people just saying, like, yeah, like, well, no, nobody not told me. I, yeah, yeah, nobody told me I was whack. Like, yeah. And then they just kept going. And it's weird because I think back to, like, like junior high sometimes and go, like, man, I remember that one kid who, like, he tried to dance and everybody was like, oh, you're whack. And, like, that kid really never danced again. Like, he, like that fool dropped out in, in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was going to be a dancer and shit. And fools just clown him. But and every- years later, he, he cried in his room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then he became Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, okay, so. True story. <laughs> you start taking it, like, you start looking at it and okay, you're good now, you're like, okay, and and I'm sure you're starting to, at that point, starting to plug into, like, other rappers, hearing about other rappers that might be at your level. 
older. Older, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 because you were always yeah. one of the young ones. Yeah, yeah so um, did, even at that point, is there anything that happens that make makes you start to look at? Because, dude, I remember one of the things, and correct me if I'm wrong, dude, but I, I do remember, and this is years back, seeing, like, you, you were one of the guys, at least in San Diego, who had, like, really good product that looked good. You know what I mean? Like you had some good looking product. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, and you came kind of from that school where a lot of people were slanging their their shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, but did somebody put that idea to like was somebody helping? You know what I mean? Was were there people helping? Like um like put together like what ended up becoming what you do now? Well, I guess at that time, uh, I was in the studio a lot with like when Low Profile was cracking, right. like Little Rob and all them, and then Shadow, Mr. Shadow, kind of took me under his wing. Yeah, and yeah. was kind of like showing me the ropes and introducing me to people. And uh, I was doing a lot of ghostwriting actually back yeah. then on Low Profile because they were like, "This kid always oh, dope. He's just too young." You know what I mean? This young, and that. Yeah. He got tight lyrics. So maybe we could take those lyrics and put them with this other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lyrics aren't as good. And I didn't know, but I was getting paid. And I was like, oh, shit, like $100 for this? And yeah, yeah, home. yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, actually, I had got plugged up with this guy named J-Dub. And he had a record label called Heavyweight Records back at that time. And uh, I was 16, and he gave me $10,000 for my first project at wow. 16 years old. Wow. Like, he pulled nice. up. He had a 745, I remember, with spinners on it, like, when those weren't even around. Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't You're know. like, what is this spaceship? I don't know what that guy did or whatever, but I just yeah. know he was like, hey, I'm starting this record label. And then he's like, $10,000, and gave me, like, a fucking duffel bag with ten grand in it. And I'm like, Ooh. What what do I do now? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what did you do? Oh man, what didn't I do? <laughs> like, you know, fucking. How old were you? Sixteen, man. Sixteen with cash. Ten thousand fucking. Cash. Okay, okay. I, I dropped the CD called The Freshman. I don't yeah. know if you remember seeing it back then. Yeah, I, I'm it, sure. And sure. I had a backpack on the cover, and I was like walking down a hallway in school, and I don't know. It was like. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> I, dude, I think they didn't they play it on the radio too once. Like, didn't they play a song? C ninety back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that too. Uh, because I remember people just talking about like this. They're like, dude, there's this young kid, and, he <laughs> and he's got bars. Like, but but dude, that was one of the things I always found interesting, right? Because this and the, dude, this is honestly, you you know, you've been around this scene long enough. This is not to take away from anybody, but there's certain types of hip hop that don't call for bars. Like mm -hmm. it just doesn't call for it. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um, but you seem like you always had it. You I, know what I mean? Like why did you concentrate on that? I think in that era you had to have bars. Yeah, or yeah. you were gonna get fucking yeah. booed. But there was something about punchlines, like when I would hear people uh Damn, we're, um, there was a place like up north more. Um, they would do battles and shit like that, and I'd hear mm -hmm. cats back then. I don't know if you remember in that old era, like sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, you know what I mean? When that whole era, uh -huh. like underground SD, like hip hop battle cats were rapping. Yeah. That kind of also struck a chord, because then it was like, well, you like West Coast shit, but you like bars too. Yeah. So yeah. why don't put them together. Oh, Rascast was out around yeah, that time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, Exhibit, uh, you had the Corrupt, You so you had these West Coast rappers with bars, and then I was like, I don't know, there's something in you where you're like, you just knew what a tight bar was. Like, when yeah. someone says something and you laugh, you're like, wait, that was tight. That was yeah. clever. Let me try to think of some clever yeah. shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then you have it, you're like, oh, I just don't want to rap. I want to say some shit that's going to have people be like, how the fuck did he come up with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd really have to sit there and, like, try to think of shit. Like, what can I say that that's going to make this person go, like, oh, shit, you know? Like, yeah. that was that era. You, like, really had to fucking think, like, man, I got to 
be better than this next cat, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, shit, the icons were coming up around that time, yeah, too. I remember, so, you know, shout so. out to Sketch. <laughs> yeah. Sketch used to, uh, I grew up with Sketch. He, he lived across the alley from me for, like, t- tons of years. And oh, uh, that's actually where... That I think that's where we, I met like all those cats. Like I met Ricochet, yep. and met, yeah, all those all those cats. But uh, so okay, but this is what I want to know from you because I, I still want to get to mom's gone, dad's in jail, grandma's doing what she can. I assume, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only so much she can do. You're raising yourself. You're into this music, and now somebody gives you money. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure it wasn't like they gave you money and here's a permission slip, kid. Go yeah, home and get yeah. signed. Like it was like here's some money. And let's be honest, we all knew about labels like that. Oh yeah. And, yeah there's still <laughs> there's still some every once in a while you come across one where you're like, what do you guys do? Yeah. Never mind. I don't want to know. But but what I'm saying is like at at 16. Is there any way you could make a good decision at 16? Like were you like. When you look back on it, are you like, man, that, how did I even make it through that? I think uh, I could have bought a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you know, just still getting rides. And then uh, I had an old-ass hatchback. But I'm like, oh, no, there's st- certain stuff. Because I spent so much on, like, clothes that, like, were cool then. They're not cool now. And yeah. it's, like, thinking in your head, like, why the fuck did I spend that much money on, like, clothes and stupid shit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. it away or invest into something better. But... Yeah, the same thing with that project is uh, he had me on tours, all this and that, put all this money up, and then boom, came to a stop because he went to jail. Yeah, and so there goes everything. That that was it, you know. So like, when that what? when that happened, I gotta ask. So yeah. what about like his return on investment? Like, so he, he was he was in jail, and I think he's still in jail and now. Yeah. So like. <laughs> He's just like, okay. So it's like, I mean, I'm wondering, like, how does that business model work? Like, here's the cash. I hope he had a good tax, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Go make money. You could just tax right off. Yeah. I mean, that, that, trip. everybody knows, like, I think, I mean. Or death, it was under the table. Yeah, yeah. Death, right, right. death Row was, like, the prototype for that type of label where you could sign. One of their, one of their plans was to sign as many people as possible because at a certain point, they do become write-offs mm. if, oh, you, yeah. if you lose it you just just write it off and like yeah that's what happens huh for a label you that, know was, I mean? that was one thing i found out uh you know doing the contracts and all the stuff mm-hmm. is uh that's how you find out what happens to artists like i've had deals where they give you the paper and then you read it and then you're like okay well we'll give you this amount of money but you're signed for six years yeah yeah you don't get a penny until this money's paid back plus interest yeah so let's say your album came out you never made that money back they're not going to invest into you again because you never made the money back the first (laughs) place now but now you're stuck for six years yeah yeah six years your buzz could die all the way down now what now what do you do yeah that's that's not even a record label model all that is is indentured servitude yeah Yeah. (laughs) they're making slaves yeah yeah Yeah. but that's what happens so when you're like oh what happened to so-and-so that's probably what happened yeah they put all this money into that single they didn't make the money back he got stuck on the label by the time his time was up he was already washed yeah. up doing coke, heroin somewhere. Was, yeah, yeah. He, had, out, he was I mean? forced like, back into normal life. Yeah. How yeah. was he affording the coke? Uh, <laughs> well, it's a record. We, uh, you know, he had to pay it back. Didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was renting the coke. <laughs> Dude. Okay. So you get to that. You get to that point. He goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are creating a buzz at that time. You know what I mean? So like, there's at least a little buzz going. He goes to jail. What's happening in your life at that time? Like, like, if you had to describe yourself and look back, you're like, okay, this is the type of person I was at that time. Like, who were you? Just, 
I don't know. I guess just a motherfucker that was obsessed with hip hop that loved rapping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to do. That's all I thought about doing was doing that. And it wasn't even much so of the money neither. Like the money was cool. Yeah. Even though that it was gone, I still wanted to rap. And that's yeah. why it was funny. The other day, uh, my girl had made a post on Facebook or whatever sharing my stuff. And some, someone commented, two people actually commented and said, man, we remember him back in middle school writing raps in the classroom. And then this other guy was like, wow. yeah, I remember him rapping at lunch at, in middle school. Yeah. He was like... He's not like these other dudes who popped up years down the line. Are like this. Yeah. He's always been that. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, it's yeah. not. In, he's always not on him. It's not an image. He's like, he's always been yeah. a. Fu-. He's like, he's all. That's just how we all knew him. Like yeah. you know. And yeah. I and I was and my girl was like, damn, that's crazy. Like that two people like commented saying all the way from middle school. Like, yeah, because at this point, <laughs> it, it's shit. Me and Rush talk about this all the time. Like at a certain point. I've looked back at my life and gone like, damn, all I've done is lived hip hop. Like, <laughs> that's it. I don't really know how to do anything else. Like, some shit's got to it better work here. You know what yeah. I mean? But I mean, I'm saying like, it's a, you get to a point where, I mean, dude, is it, is it hard? Like, at that age, I'm talking about. Like, obviously, you've gotten, you've gotten things more lined up as you've grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a kid. Was it hard to like deal with all that shit? Because you're dealing with a lot. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. It, it was uh, especially with, um, you know, just a lot of the other people really not taking you seriously. Neither wanting to charge for verses and this and that. Now that, that got into a discussion on Facebook the other day about like if San Diego rappers should charge for verses, and I was like. If they can't make you any money, if right. you can't make that money back, they're charging you. There's no, there's no yeah. rapper out here that should be charging for a verse. Yeah. If you're not gonna do it, don't do it. But right. don't charge. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. I was like, there's only one rapper out here who should be charging, and that's Rob Stone because he has a platinum chill bill. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one who should because he's actually on a fucking real record label like Atlantic. But yeah. like all these other rappers, there's no return that, on investment. There's, yeah, there's no all. like what you're just. Your whole the thing about San Diego is you got to think there's no label out here giving people a budget, so you're just holding this person back more from what they're trying to do. They already got to pay for studio time, the beats, covers, videos. Now you're just adding more pressure onto that person by charging for a verse, and yeah. that, that's real discouraging because I've been in those shoes, you know. Yeah. So at that time, trying to do stuff and network, and you know, I just ended up being like, you know what, I'm have to network on my own until they come to me yeah now they want to work years down yeah, like yeah. oh wait he didn't stop you know he got a song on z90 yeah. because i was fucking bugging the pulling up to the radio station bugging sending in tapes and like hey yeah. you know i'm fucking there was no social media back then you had to show up you yeah. know what i mean and fucking yeah get escorted out like hey get the fuck out of here you know what i mean and yeah. show up with tapes and be like hey they play my shit play my shit or go to uh z90 would set up places and you know have the little truck out there and show up and be like Hey, fucking here's yeah. my music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to get it played, and then people actually being like, "Man, we see this little bastard everywhere. Let's actually like here." Yeah, and then, you know, you had you had to force them to give you the attention. You had to force that shit. Let Just, me ask you this: Did you feel like, <clears throat> like, in your when you look back at your career up to right now, do you feel like people don't give you enough credit because, as far as as far as I had I have always seen. I've known like the I've known of. The obnoxious that is a hip hop cat. Like mm-hmm. this dude is really about it. Like he's really, really about it. And then, but here's one of the things, dude. And this is such a weird fucking thing about hip hop is you know how to make hit songs too, and people kind of think those two things don't go together. 
that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy as hell. You just said that because literally right before you guys came, I just did a song with this guy who's Chris Brown's new artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his name's I Am Love, and he he ghost wrote a couple songs for uh, Chris Brown on his new stuff, and he's up there in L.A. So you know, I showed the homie the song, and he's a super hip hop cat. I mean, like all the way hip hop. Yeah. He doesn't like nothing commercial. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's just horrible. How'd you ever even create that song? And I was like, well, bro, like I was just up in L.A. with people like with big money, and I played them a whole bunch of shit and that's the one they like i'm talking yeah. about important people you know and yeah. he's like it's whack <laughs> like, he's like how'd you he's all sounds like a fucking a cat fucking on auto tune or something and i'm like i'm like i'm like bro but you have to have those radio songs or you're gonna be stuck in a circle you know but do you, like when you're making it do you feel like are you just are you just like no nah, i'm just making a good song like, i don't I don't really think beyond that. Or you feel like, man, I don't really want to make this song, but I do. Nah, I, I, I did it to where it was on my circumstance. Yeah. Like, we reflipped the Fuji's Ready or Not. I've heard the dude sing, and uh, back in the day, he used to be uh, in the little Aftermath mix, too. So mm -hmm. I remember running back into him when, like, Stat Quo and all them was there, Truth yeah. Hurts, and he was in that little circle, and now he's over here. So I've been, I know he could sing, so I know he's dope. So yeah. I kind of wanted to work with dude, and the song... um it's not on no uh, getting money bitches type shit. Yeah. It's on some real life. Like it's like a you know just talking about my life. It's on some life shit. So I'm like, look, it's a radio song. It's life. It's not too commercial. It's like in between. You know, it's yeah. like it's like something uh, like a you know a slaughterhouse or someone would do if they were in that position. They're like, oh, we'll do a hit. we'll do a mainstream song, but still not go why, all the way. Why you <laughs> why do you think people try to overlook the lyrics when the when the melody of the song is good? Because uh, it's a real thing, right? That's yeah, a real thing yeah. in hip hop. Like, the, it's just a bomb ass melody. People are like, man, that shit's soft. Yeah, I like, don't know. <laughs> it's weird, right? It, it, and like I said with the homie, like, as soon as they hear any pinch of auto tune, oh, that's just weak. That's horrible. <laughs> and it was like, bro, you didn't even. I was like, did you really listen? I was like, it was really put together. We spent a lot of money on it. It's whack. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like God damn, bro. Like, you know, like, I'm like, but it's the same song. You're I'm, like, you don't get to come to the Grammys with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and you know, he's just like he was on some oh well you you could be uh he was like you could be rob stone and have chill bill one hit is or you could be wu-tang and still rocking shows and do this and that and yeah I, here's <laughs> dude here's the thing about that <laughs> i've been recently talking about that a lot i've talked about it a little bit on the show there is a lot and, and i just challenge anybody any listener especially to to listen to what Obnoxious was just talking about because this is something that artists face on the daily and more and more independent artists are facing this as well because now that the tools have kind of all evened out, people can make high-quality shit from home. You're basically following the same marketing plans as the same as big labels if mm -hmm. you want attention because you're competing with them. You're not competing with, like, the person that has the same amount of followers as you. If you're trying to get m money and make this a living, you're competing with who's ever doing it the best. You mean as far as, like, style of music and what kind of art you're making? No, not just that. The accessibility of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the accessibility where if you play a song... Because, dude, here's... To me, a hit song is something that has to be crafted. Yeah. And I, I know there's a lot of people that take away whatever the con like the content could just be about like yo i'm having a good day and that's a dope yeah. ass song <laughs> and there's a lot that goes into that and i think people who don't have like a production background or don't really understand like the elements that go into a song they'll just go like well what is what does the rapper sound like or, right, yeah, right, and i'm talking right. specifically hip-hop right right because um, yeah, I, mean, I, I think that what you're describing though can be applied to any sort of arts the idea that 
the art, the, the part that you're creating that flows out of whatever your consciousness, your mind, yeah. and then and then there's how you're going to actually put it together in a manner that is able to be received by the other person. Yeah. So I mean, just like what is this? The three steps of communication. It's what you intend to say, how it changes in the environment, how the other person receives it. Yeah. Right. And what you're describing can be said about like anything, like a photo. You could snap a photo. And it could be like it has an interesting story to tell, right? Yeah. But after it gets released into the world, are you going to correct the colors? Are you (laughs) going to check the levels? Are you going to do some photo retouching? Yeah. So that it's able to be received by the other person in the best possible scenario. Yeah. So like by crafting a hit, that's what you're describing. Like you're going to write something. It's raw. It comes out of you. It's this thing, right? Yeah, the actual writing part is for real. Right, right, right. Because you have to like turn on the – like even if you're writing about some shit you didn't experience – you have to imagine that shit in your head. You have to put the words together yeah. to make them sound good or resist music, make <laughs> sense. All that shit that, like, like, dude, nobody ever, like, calls out fiction writers and goes like, man, you motherfuckers are soft. Yeah. Like, but in hip-hop, like, you have to, like, state it ahead of time. Yeah. Yo, either this, yo, everybody, this isn't real, don't get mad. Or, yo, this is 100% real, and then everybody wants to do background checks on you, and then they're just like, what? Like, why can't you just make a song? Like, just make a fucking song. Like, you're dope at it. You're someone who makes dope songs. You should make more dope songs. You know what I mean? And if you're making the dope shit they think is dope, if you do something else that's outside the box, then all of a sudden it's like, it's whack. Yeah. And they want you to, like, either stick in the same fucking lane, you try to merge, they're like, oh, it's whack. You know, and it's like, well... This lane you could only yeah. ride for so long, you know what I mean? You got to fucking yeah, get dude, over it. You know what? One of the things that I was saying, always, especially when it comes to, like, the like people saying stay to your lane, like, um, dude, you're a person. Like, <laughs> if you're still, like, if you're still the same obnoxious you are today, next year, that means you didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you're going to, you're dude, you have a family. You're going to experience that shit. You have music that's constantly coming out. Music is changing. You're <laughs> learning new skills. Yeah. If you don't use all that shit, that means, like, you're literally ignoring life. Like, yo, I'm just this boom-bap dude, or I'm just this dude who makes hits, and that's it, and I don't want to do anything else. And, dude, I'll tell you this, though. This is how you know you're you're on the right path, bro, because we've had people on the show, again, from different genres of hip-hop who are finding a lot of success who say the same thing all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough, but... You just can't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, you literally just cannot give a fuck what anybody says. Do you remember that question you used to ask on the show? Which one? Um, was it like, would you do a song with what Britney Spears? Oh yeah, yeah. You're Britney like, Spears, yeah, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. You would ask everybody that question. Yeah. And like, what is it? Like ninety nine percent of the time, people would be like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I just twist it into my own thing. Yeah, yeah. that's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, why would you? That's what I basically just did, and I was telling the homie, I was like, look, yeah, he does Chris Brown shit. I was like, but I flipped it on my shit. I was yeah. like, I kept the West Coast. I was like, I kept the bars in it. I didn't talk about, you know, having millions of chains and Rolexes and throwing money out the yeah. window. I yeah. was talking about regular shit. I was like, I did it in my way, you know what I mean? And yeah. You know, I was like, this is the same, you know, song that I showed to other people. And they're like, oh, we got chills right now. But he's like, it's whack. (laughs) (laughs) And then he went and made a subliminal Facebook post. Like, yeah, when you tell your homies his shit's whack and he gets mad. I was like, 
Oh, I wasn't even mad. What the fuck? Like, you're like, this is fitting out of control. Yeah. I was yeah. like, damn, he subs me while I'm on the phone. Like, you know, man, fuck him, Noxious. He's got mad. Damn, Noxious just got way. big booked. Yeah. I was like, I look and I'm like, bro, I'm on the phone with you and I see a post pop talking talk about when you tell the homie your shit's whack. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, boop, pops up and shit. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, that seems like it'd be a good, like, Key and Peele sketch. Yeah, right. Hey, is that post about me? No, I know what no, I'm talking about. about you. Tags you, tags. <laughs> hey, there was a there was an engineer who was who used before subbing on like Facebook and all that shit uh-huh. was like around. Like he really subbed you in real life. Like he was an engineer. He was an engineer, but he rapped. Yeah, the, this would be a good sketch too because we'd be in the studio and he wanted to rap though. So, but he was the engineer. So he played the songs, and when he was playing your beat, he, he just start rapping on it. He'd be like, "Oh yeah," like look, he would start rapping over your shit, just like just start freestyling. But he would be clowning you. He'd be like, two fools up on the couch, get socked in the mouth." Like he'd be like, "The fuck?" Like you, and he'd be like, "Hey, bro, what you saying?" He's like, "Oh no, nah, that's just freestyle. They talking about the freestyle. I'm about to get wild. Like everything you would say, he'd rap about it, and you'd be like." Bro, what the fuck? And the homies would be like, what's up with dude? Like, he's all, he's all somebody's hiding under the sofa about yeah, to he's, kill these fools. He's, he's, he's like, like, oh shit, what? He's like sneak dissing. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, He was like the king of... Su- Man, we used to laugh so hard. Like, bro, this dude is hilarious. Did you guys ever let him rap on anything? Huh? No, fuck no. Like, but, <laughs> then but I guarantee he's still we, doing it. We had a homie oh. over there, and he had gotten mad. Like, his uh, It was the homie Hood, and uh, he had his like hat. Like, I don't know how Lloyd Banks and them used to wear it. It was like, <laughs> yeah. like cocked on their head. Yeah. And he's like, big ass Mexicans with the hat all cocked, about to get socked. <laughs> and the homie was like, he called him out, and he was like, man, you tripping? I'm just rapping. He's like, it's called freestyle. Yeah. And we're like, bro, you're just like hella dissing the homie. And then he left all pissed. And man, was like, you know what's funny? Man? It was like the that king is, of subs. So this, somebody, that kept, that kept somebody told him that that's what freestyling was. I bet you when he first started, you. yeah. I bet you they're like, nah, man, you got to talk about him. <laughs> so his whole life, he's been, he's like, one day I'm a freestyler. Still watch, <laughs> and he only knows how to diss people. Hey, but that was kind of, that kind of was really freestyling. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, In those days, like I told you, just didn't expect to hear that as he yeah. was showing you your beat. Yeah, like you play your beat, uh, or I used to hate those rappers. If you're playing your song in the studio and you be like, "Yeah," he be like, oh, this is what you're working on." He be like, "That's tight." Then he starts rapping over oh, it. Oh my god! And you get those guys. We've who talked just about rap that. And rap and rap, and they're just ra- everything you play. They how just about keep this on one? How rapping. about this one? You you, you got your new you're song right. You're showing your 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 new song to the homie, and he you play it, and he's like, "Oh, word, hey man." So, anyways, hey, when we yeah. get out of here, <laughs> man, that that that, that is that undercover hate. Yeah, that's what that is. It is absolutely. I don't know. Hold on a second. Is that worse, or you're at the bar mm-hmm. and dude stands next to you and just starts rapping? Oh, they're, they're right. They're right there. Cause yeah, they're right that there. Guy in your yeah. ear. As a matter of fact, there's this dude out here who said he battled me one time because he seen me at a party. Yeah. It was right when I was on 106 in Park. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had one. A lot of people don't know. It was filmed on Wednesday, aired on Friday. Yeah. So it was Freestyle Friday, but it wasn't on Friday. I was already here on Friday. Yeah, like, nice. I, like I flew. <laughs> I flew back here. So when I said it was live, so I was here, and this guy was like, "Hey, you're on 106 in Park, right?" I was like, "Yeah." And then he just started rapping, and I was like. <laughs> I just stood there and listened to him. I was like, oh, that was dope, bro. 
And it was like, cool. And it was MySpace days. And then later, like, I left. He's like, yeah, I just ate up that dude. I'm not tonight at a party. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I just ate up the 106 and party champ. And I was like, that wasn't even a battle. I was like, you came up to me and started rapping. He's like, shut up. You got ate up. I was like, all right, bro. Cool. <laughs> you were in a battle you never knew about, yeah, dude. He still talks about it to Damn, this day. Dude. To, to this motherfucking day. That's his like, big W right there. Yeah, he still talks about it. Like, oh, that one yeah, time I ate him up. He didn't even know what to say. That's I'm so case. fresh. I'm I just gonna go up. around doing that to random people on the street. You, know, you could yeah. serve. You could. You could serve Snoop tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> Snoop to start rapping. He didn't, him. He didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drops. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, what the? He still talks about that shit. I just let him go. Then. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, bro. All right. Yeah, that's what you say, happy. Yeah, I'ma keep dropping till the city gets sick of me. All the shots they taking, it ain't nicking me. Chop rounds louder than a brick of weed without sticks and seeds in them. I'm a different breed. <laughs> And you don't want a tango Split your melon to your Adam's apple Bust your mango Same goes to everybody You in the same boat Get your raincoat The water flowing So stay float A drown in it Bottom of it get found in it My tape deck had the first dog pound in it My brown skin it But my roots is ruthless As Eric Wright I write blueprints Started at the bottom And then I came up Got a little money But I ain't change up Talking top five Better bring my name up I was looking at the top Now we going away on a car lot, but Rolls Royce don't make your bars high, I really grew up in that hard knock life, but we had to know the price of the hard ride, we were sleeping on the floor, not the hard ride, smell the methamphetamines through the jar top, roll the window down, AR pop, y'all was at the mall taking star shots, killing them, empty burial plots, now feeling them, Matilda the hum, red rum, I'm done chilling, bruh, villain, monster, yeah, I'm the bad guy, I can sell wings to a Got a little money, but I ain't change up. Talking top five, better bring my name up. I was looking at the top, now we going way up, way up, way up, going way up. Camera from the gutter, now we going way up, way up, way up, going way up. Camera from the gutter, now we going way up. Well, okay, let's get into his, like I want to get into some of like the current stuff that's going on, man. Or let's catch people up. Okay, so sixteen, you're doing this stuff. A bunch of stuff happens too in your life. You're such an amazing host. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm bringing this back. I'm, I'm, I'm like sixteen. Some doing stuff happens. Some stuff happens. Like more stuff. Okay, so at what point? What got you to the person you're at this at this moment right now? Like, what in the last couple years has, like, led to you? Because here's the thing, dude. Like, you, I feel like you've always been here, but it seems like there's a buzz again. Like, damn, here comes another buzz again. <laughs> and, you know, some people don't get that. You know what I mean? You know. Some people yeah. never even get that once. Yeah. And you're and like, again. Oh, yeah, you're having it again. Why do you feel that is? Like, what's happening right now? Uh, I think um, maybe because... Um, in San Diego, there's the void has been. I guess the homie said the other day, the void is being filled. Yeah, we're bringing some West Coast shit back. Yeah, so I kind of had a. I fell back for a little bit. 
plotted on what I'm going to do. I, I was doing, you know, a couple different projects. Well, I dropped Hammershot last year. Yeah, I, yeah. But I never dropped no visuals for it because the directors and stuff that I had at that time, I just wasn't, nothing ever really caught my eye where I was like, oh, I want to have this director do a video. Yeah. Like, he's that tight. It was all like mediocre kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the stuff where the people wanted to charge for the video, the video would be more than the whole budget for the whole album. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. did. That was the first album I did independently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every... Well, I paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I did that shit myself. The cover, no investors, no nothing. I put it out. Um, sold 800 copies, yeah, which yeah, isn't yeah. a crazy-ass amount, but 800 at $10 a pop. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I made cool, a cool little, you know, piece yeah. of change yeah. for, you know, not having to sell crazy-ass thousands and there's, thousands of CDs. Dude, trust know? me, there's no <laughs> independent artist, like, at every level that can't say that's a good thing. Yeah. Hey, I, I know all of them would say that's a good thing. I was like, 800 <laughs> copies, yeah. well, that's not that, in a year? Yeah. I was like, it's not that bad. You're talking, you know like, I mean? actual copies? Uh, no, on... Downloads? Uh, yeah, downloads. <laughs> that's... That's pretty high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was on streams. Uh, it got a lot of streams on the internet. And I was getting, you know, $300 checks a month, like, off of streams. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, that's not a lot of money. But yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, I could pay a phone bill and yeah. some other shit off of some streams. You know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, this, this is cool. Like, so that shit was all independent. And uh, basically falling back and seeing what the next move was going to be. Like, I started, because I split that disc into two halves. The first mm -hmm. half was West Coast. Second half was the newer sounding yeah. shit. A lot of people were hitting me up. Oh, yo, that West Coast shit was dope. Like, because a lot of people in San Diego are doing down south, trappy yeah, type yeah, shit, yeah, this yeah. and that. Yeah. So I fell back and I was started. I was like, all right, I'm going to work on my next album, which was the Can I Dream, which is the one that has my son on the cover with mm -hmm. the tattoos. And that's like my album album, like the one I want to like put the fucking most time and effort into. Like, I'm being so picky with the production, the beats and everything, like... I want that to be like my real fucking album. If I go all out, that's the one. You yeah, know, like the legacy. The the every everything yeah. you're talking about all these past years into that one album. You know. Yeah. And that's why it's called Can I Dream? Everyone else has a dream. Can I have a dream too? Yeah, like, yeah, can yeah, I yeah. dream? This yeah. is basically you know my dream. And uh, my homie's like, yeah, that's dope. But before you do that album, because you're gonna put so much into it. Give them a free album, which yeah. is the West Coast Resurrection right now, and uh, the Juice and Gin is the first single. And I was, you know what, I'm gonna take it's dope. old West Coast songs, reflip them, make them new, and then drop them. And then I dropped that Juice and Gin, and fucking the streets were going crazy. Like my Facebook was just fucking blowing up as soon as the video dropped. I was like, oh shit, what the yeah. fuck's going on? You yeah. know what I mean? And I was like, is it because I didn't have a visual for Hammershaw? I was, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I was like, is it if I had a visual for Hammershaw, would that have been? Yeah, you don't know. I, you it's know, so hard to tell, man. But I dropped the visual and then it just started booming. I people. think this is what it is, man. Honestly, <laughs> and this is why I think it's dope that you're on the show today. Like, I think this is something, and again, we've experienced this, Arash. We've seen it in other artists. There is a tipping point that just happens. Dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you put in your 10,000 hours. You have all this shit piled up where you are legitimately an expert on what you do. And this is something I told Arash. I, I want to hear, like, more of my rapper friends acknowledge the fact, like, you know just as much about your business as the dude at the top of that big building you pass by in downtown. Oh, yeah. You know the <laughs> same amount mm -hmm. in your business as he knows about his business. And I think that that's all that's happened is that we're starting to see, like... One, there's enough hooks in the world of obnoxious now. You know what I mean? Like, you have enough stuff out that is just had enough time to spread that enough people know the name. 
you know what I mean? Like I, like I told you when I, I came here, I've been here in the name forever. So it's not like I would have, I didn't even have to be like familiar. I could have been, I, I would have had to acknowledge that this person exists because I've been hearing about him. Yeah. And I think that helps too, though. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you're just doing you, you you haven't been steered away as much as even if you get hate or if, or if you get people that are not acknowledging what you're doing, it doesn't stop you from making a big move mm -hmm. next. Because a lot of people will won't make the big move if they're getting hated on. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, ah, oh, it's, 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 shit's too rough right now. Like, I don't want, <laughs> I'm not going to put a West Coast album out because they just got this other shit and they didn't like it or they did like it. Yeah. And maybe I should give them another one of those. You're going to just do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. And doing that enough times, I think, proves to people around you that it's undeniable. You know what I mean? Like, nobody can say, like, oh, he, here's this new dude. Even though a lot of people, people might hear this show right now, and they've been hearing your music throughout this show. Yeah. They might be like, oh, dude, this is some new shit. Mm -hmm. But this is why we like to have people like you on the show, so that they know, like, this is not new shit. It's new yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's a story behind this, you know? And I think it's really dope that you've been able to, like, um, stay relevant. And it's a lot of things we talk to, like, a lot of the younger artists about that, like staying relevant is an everyday job. You oh know yeah, I mean? like it's an everyday. What is what is like your week look like when it comes to just music? What are you doing throughout the week? Uh, well, shit. When I don't have my son, basically just you know plotting the next move, getting the next beat, writing the songs, going to the studio, seeing what we're gonna do with the song. You know, if yeah. it's gonna be a video, if it's gonna be if it's gonna be on this project, if it's gonna be on this project. Yeah. You know. Uh, Right and now, you're working multiple projects at a time. Oh right now? man, so many! Fuck. I got that Mexicans making moves also, <laughs> which is uh, the compilation because Mitchie Slick and them dropped those Dago Push right. mixtapes. Yeah, where they're trying to push all the new San Diego artists. They got the taco shops on them. Yeah, I started seeing complaints on Facebook. A lot of the you know new Mexican rappers mm -hmm. out here are saying, "Well, there's not a Mexican on none of these projects." Like, yeah. They're not getting no love. Yeah. And I, I see, like, the whole community is like, hey, yeah, what the, what's up with that? There's, why, why is Dago push, but they never put it on, you know, the artists like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a project called Mexicans Making Moves. And yeah. I think that's where the other new buzz started coming from. I started putting these posts next to, you know, it started turning into some, like, revolution. Like, yeah. they all started joining together. Like, you know what? Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. And yeah. They started getting hyped up and shit. Like, I started getting so many messages and emails and everyone sending me their stuff and yeah putting it in i got the cover done i haven't unleashed the cover yet but it's the white house painted red white and green with donald trump mowing the lawn dressed as a bison you know what i mean like <laughs> <in the brand. laughs> so you know when i do hit people with that but Still. i think that's that kind of started getting in the buzz too because now every post i put there's all these people underneath it like mexicans making moves yeah like, they're so dope. proud right now yeah yeah and, and i mean it is shit that's going time. on in the world yeah so yeah. it's just all like me doing that like i didn't mean to like put that fire under their ass but then when i did they're, like I said, yeah. it started a revolution. They're like, you know it's what? It's relevant. They're like, you know what? Yeah, fuck that. They aren't giving us a voice. Mm -hmm. And then, so when I did that show uh, in Logan this past, was it, I don't know if it was this weekend or the one before when I did the Avenue thing and it was on top of Border X. Okay. And I was talking about it, you know, like, I was like, hey, they ain't pushing the Mexicans. Well, I'm going to push it then. And everyone, ah, good crowd going, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I took that picture and you just saw all everybody from different hoods. Yeah. All behind in that picture and is everyone coming together just for the fact 
um, you know, they're like, yeah, they are overlooking us in the community and, you know, giving them that voice. And that's another thing where I'm trying to put this together. I want to have it out on, uh, I want to have CDs by, uh, Chicano Park Day. Okay. Have them there. And then I want to uh, April 22nd in San Diego, California. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something you've, uh, referenced multiple times throughout the interview is you're, you're definitely like very, you keep your finger on the pulse of like what conversations being had. Mm -hmm. Like either you're listening in social media you're like you're interacting with people you said that multiple times like I wonder like because I think like a lot of artists especially like younger artists struggle with what amounts they should listen to people and like when when you should take something somebody says oh, yeah. and be like yo that's some good input I should consider that and when you should be like nah, that's bullshit I'm just gonna move on I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do what I do you know, like, so do you, do you have some sort of an internal system that you're aware of that yeah, you Yeah, do? do you have, like, a circle? Or is it, like, intuition? How do you, how do you... Yeah, I think you kind of just got to read the person. Like, if you don't know them, you got to go on their page looking and look through them and be like, eh, why should I listen to this guy? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I heard Joe Rogan does the same thing. You look for credibility. Yeah, yeah you kind of have, like, some credibility, but if you look through their pictures and you're like, oh, this is just uh, some random retard yeah. on the phone, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, who the hell is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I guess, yeah. Uh, so somebody tells you, like, yo, man, that song's fucking whack. And then you go to their shit, you're like, oh, Juilliard trained musician, but okay, maybe. Oh, yeah, especially maybe if you see the music they like, and you're like, oh, yeah. that's what you listen to. <laughs> Fuck what you say, you know. But I take a, I take the what I, I gotta figure that not everybody's gonna like everything, yeah. and right. you just can't. You just can't let that get you. Like yeah. I think that's what a lot of people do is they get discouraged. Like, um, like my homie, I just had a battle, and some people were telling him he lost, and some people were telling him he won, and then all of a sudden, all those feel like started hiding and like disappeared and i'm like bro like you're gonna let that shit discourage you yeah i was like not every fucking battle you do you're gonna win i was like even if you did win there's still gonna be people that said you lost yeah no matter what i was like so there's who gives a fuck yeah keep rapping like you know what i mean like but was was there ever a time in your life where you did listen to that more what like yeah, did you ever let the haters get to you at one yeah, point? Yeah, it, it got to me a couple times. Like when I did the 106 and Park thing, and I did lost. That was like a, a big blow. But then you just but had, you were on 106 and Park. Yeah. I know that was the, that was that's when the homie like told me that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, but you were just on BT, and I was like, <laughs> millions right. of people saw you. <laughs> I was like, you're right, and it wasn't real. Yeah. Until, like, I went to the fucking airport, and then like you see the person like smiling at you while they're grabbing your ticket, and then yeah. you're like. You're just like looking at them, like, <laughs> like, hey, weren't you just on TV? And you're like, oh, shit, you seen that? Like, that's yeah. when it's real. You're like, yeah. damn. Because at that time, Freestyle Friday was like at its peak. Yeah. You know? right, yeah. right. So it was like super popular at that time. And then you really don't know how many motherfuckers really seen it. Yeah. But then when they told you like 8 million people watch it, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Even though that's like. In the whole country, eight million is only like what a couple cities. Yeah, and shit, but that's but... that's what big shows average though. Yeah, like yeah, if big yeah. shows average that, especially for in the urban market. Yeah, for Freestyle Fridays, <laughs> that was like one of their peak points of the day on oh, all of yeah. BT. It would always be people would always tune in. I think that I knew was people the main just thing. Tune, tune in for that, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. And I think with San Diego, as soon as that spread, like, hey, there's a guy from San Diego on there. Yeah. I was like, what, what, what the fuck? Yeah. Let's see, like, yeah, yeah, because. Everybody, I remember everybody would call each other. Everybody page each other. Yeah, yeah. Yo, somebody from San Diego is on TV right now. A, in San Diego, that's a big deal to them. Right. A lot of like how they say they're fair weather fans, which yeah. is true. Mm-hmm. Be, but when there is someone that's on there, when you are doing good, they support you. Yeah, like the charges. Yeah. If you're yeah. doing good, they support you. That's if you're on BT, San Diego. they support yeah. you. I lose. They're like, yeah, he ain't from San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't from real San Diego. <laughs> Too bad that dude at the party ate you, though, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it was all his fault, man. Yeah, it was it, in your mind. You, you know, you just get. 
get discouraged, but you got to keep, you just got to keep going because like I told the homie, I was like, if I ever did, you know, just not fucking, I don't know. I was like, I don't think I'd ever not, not do rap. Right. Yeah. No yeah. matter what the fuck I do in life, I'm going to be involved somehow. Like with, I find new talent, uh, you know, if I'm trying to put producers on, I'm always do something with music, no matter what else I got going on yeah, in my life. Like yeah. if I fucking had a good ass job or something, yeah. I still do music. It just it's, is who it's you just, are. It's just a part of me. You know what I mean? I, I just love it too much. I was like, I can't give this shit up. Yeah. Is, it, is it is it just rap, or do you find that you're a kind of person who's like all or nothing with things in general? Um. Uh, like, <laughs> like is that part of you? Are you yeah. have you always been someone who's just like super driven? Yeah, because yeah. dude, at sixteen, for you to be going to like every day, like yo, I'm gonna go push my music. Yeah, yeah, but I guess it's just rap <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Uh, there was no dipping your toes in the pool. Like you're you're in in. Like yeah, I was like, I was in in because yeah. like there's other stuff I do. Like you know like. I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm really into, uh, like, well, you see video games yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that. But, you know, that's just hobbies, really. Yeah, like, right. you know, like, but once I get stuck on a game, I guess I am stuck. I'm driven to beat it, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but rap, like, that's the, the thing, you know. Like, but. That's what you feed most of your energy into. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But I, mean, I like music all around everything. Like, you know, like, we could go in the car and I could go from the Beatles to fucking funk to super oldies to Nirvana. Yeah. To Tupac to, you know what I mean? I, I range to like every fucking thing I could listen you know <laughs> yeah. that's I mean dude I, I think one of the dopest things about talking to you today was to see like I don't think enough people hear and see like the other side of you from just the music you know what I mean and that's why I, I again like that's why I think it's dope that we we caught up to you because um I think people you can't you can't like hear a podcast like this and hear you talk and then go back to hear, your, hearing your music and hear it the same. Because now, <laughs> now it sounds a little different. You yeah, know he's I mean? a different person now. Yeah, because there's a story to it. Like, I mm -hmm. actually know, oh, okay, now I know why he's saying these things. Now I know why these things are like that. And I think that's really dope, man. I, I think I think one of the things you definitely want to share with people, I know you, you're you talking about going into other parts of the business. You're working on a distribution thing mm -hmm. that people should find out about. How, like, tell people a little bit about that. Well, I have my own distribution through yeah. Empire. Yeah. My um, Hamashaw Music Group and, you know, Empire, they're putting out from everyone from Cameron to Burner to Mozzie to anybody you could think of. And uh, I got my own distribution through yeah. them. Like, literally, like, I could go on the computer right now and upload as much music as I want every single day from now on, and it'll be on every digital outlet so basically like you said when you see the guy in the big building yeah i have the same tools at him yeah it's just the promotion yeah now now it's the promotion yeah because the music's out there like i posted the other day like the shit's in japan yeah you know it's in germany yeah now it's get to them to tell them to buy it you yeah. know now it's well, I got it there. How do I get these motherfuckers to buy it? Because yeah. it's everywhere. Once your shit's on, like, iTunes and Apple Music and everywhere, anybody who has those apps, like you said, can, you have access to it. Yeah. Now you just got to let them know, hey, it's on there. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, to let yeah. a motherfucker know it's there. Because How do you, um, and obviously I don't want you to give away any of your, you know, your plans for, you know, future on that stuff. How do you, how are you... Are you putting more, if you could give just like people like some technical advice, are you putting more when it comes to like advertising yourself, where are you putting the most attention at right R now for you? Right What's now? What's working for you the most? Right now, I think the recording, yeah. uh, 
you just gotta have it sounding like platinum you know what i mean like i think that's one thing to make it stand out from everyone is if your sound like sounds so good so right now like just beats you gotta you want to have like whoever's like the hottest you know what i mean going around you want the vocals to be clean mm-hmm. because i think that's one thing that that'll make people stand out is don't shoot yourself on like oh the homie got twenty dollars an hour studio time mm-hmm. find the person who's dope at more spend that because I think when people hear it and they hear quality, yeah. they're gonna want yeah. it. You Investing know what I mean? in yourself. Uh-huh. If you sound like somebody that's already out, they're gonna be like, "Oh well, shit, he must be doing something." In videos, visuals, yeah. yeah, your videos gotta look like fucking who's signed. Yeah, you can't have those fucking iPhone videos no more. The yeah. uh, the cheap, the ones that make fun of on Tosh Point yeah, and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? You yeah. can't have the homies shooting the video. So I think <laughs> visuals and sound quality, like, it has to be there. Because I've took stuff up to L.A. and, you know, showed people. And they're like, the song's dope, but it could sound better. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and then yeah. that discouraging. You're like, fuck, man, I just spent all this money yeah. on studio time over here. And it still doesn't sound good. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, well, now I got to spend fucking more money to go get it done right. And yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a, I think that's a big thing a lot of people overlook. And I seen someone post that on Facebook the other day. They were like, it was one of the producers. He was like, when it comes to this recording, he was like, just don't rush on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's a huge thing. Don't Especially rush. in indie hip hop. Like, I need to get it out. I need to get it out. And you hear stuff come out and you're like, oh, you shouldn't have got this out. Yeah. This is not done. You got to take your time. Yeah. And, and they don't understand that because. You said we're competing with those labels. Yeah, you yeah. got to sound just as good yeah. as this motherfucker, if not better, because why are they going to want to mess with you? Right, you right. You know what I mean? Like You, you can't have, match them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's one thing, too, is I think uh, a lot of people can't just don't, like, even if the homie has the shit at his pad, just, you got to, you know, you got to fucking invest yeah. in the music to make it sound right. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and that's that's the thing. The you know, if you want to be credible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Investment in your... I mean, the thing is, at this point, there's no way to make money in music if you're not investing in yourself. Oh, there's just covers. Seriously, like, no like, way. Like you said, the artwork. product always yeah, looks yeah, good. Yeah, you yeah. have to have good artwork. Just like I said, your homie does... You know, if the homie does flyers for cheap and you don't want to pay the $80 for a cover, it's like, that's the thing. You have to pay the fucking money. It's like when people see my covers, and like, oh, damn, bro, that's a double cover. You know, what's he hitting yeah. for? And then I tell him, and then, you know, you just never hear from that person. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, motherfucker, it cost me that much money. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it wasn't, it just didn't fall into my lap, you know? I was like, I had to pay for to get that cover done. Like, you yeah. know? I mean, the days of free are, have to go away for you <laughs> yeah, if you man. ever get to, like, if you want to get to another level. Yeah. That's not, yeah, I, you see, you see it at every level at a certain point. Free is just not going to cut it anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to invest. Even if you have a homie who's, like, a dope director, if you're not renting a bunch of a dope equipment for it, yeah. or if you're not doing... <laughs> there's only so much you can do for free. Yeah. And, and if you have money and you're spending money, you need to realize where you're spending that at, and then you can tell yourself really quick whether or not you want to rap or not. Because you're not going to make money off of free. Yeah. It's yeah. never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. right. Like, just because you did it for free, they're not going to... You know, everyone wants to do... You know, super independent where they do everything at home. Oh, I make my own beats. I record my own shit. This and that. Then you're just going to have to deal with those results, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, with Hammershot, like I said, when I did it on my own, there was times I had to go months without 
I wasn't having haircuts and fresh clothes yeah. and all this and that because I was spending that on studio time and yeah. shit. How to bust the clippers out and fucking shave my head and wear hats. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was just a sacrifice you have to take. Oh, you're not getting this new video game this month because you have to fucking... Yeah. You got four hours of studio time you have to pay for. You got to get the cover done. You got a photo shoot, you know, and you got to buy these beats. And it's just the sacrifice you have to take, and it just depends how hungry are you to sacrifice. You yeah, know what I mean? and I, I think it's important for people to understand when it comes to sacrifice, and he's talking about sacrifice, this is how many years for you now doing hip-hop? At least 16. At least 16. <laughs> I dropped my first album at 16, and I'm about to be a... That's but, fucking sacrifice. Yeah. So when we're talking about sacrifice, <laughs> sacrifice is 16 years of your life. It doesn't happen overnight, yeah. like people think. You yeah. know? For some people, they think it might happen overnight, but like you said, it's, to them it's new, but it's yeah. not new. Yeah. Like when Hammershot came out, some of those songs were a year old. Some of the songs were newer. Yeah. But, you know, like... They were new to people like, damn, that's that's hella dope. I'm like, well, I did that a year ago, you know, yeah. and it's like it was new to them. And sacrifice, that's the main thing. Like, what are you willing to give up for this music shit? Right, right. You willing to eat fucking bologna sandwiches and shop at Dollar Tree yeah. to get your album out, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's grind now, shine later, like they yeah. say, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's just how it is, you know? And then I don't fucking wear Jordans and all this yeah. crazy shit, you know? Like, you, you see, shifted the way you think about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of your music. <laughs> I don't wear, like, fucking Gucci and yeah. true religion jeans, but I own a car. Yeah. I have my own crib, you know what I mean? And it's like... <laughs> Rappers! Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> Very important things. Yeah. Put, put the chain back. Grind. Yeah. You don't need it. Grind now, shine later. Yes. You know what I mean? You don't see me with fancy fucking watches and all this and that. That's why you'll see these rappers out here. They're taking pictures like, oh, I just left F6. I got this new Gucci belt. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, but why? you got a Gucci belt with a $20 cover. You know yeah. what I mean? Your, your CD cover looks like fucking $20, you know? Yeah. And, and they just got it all backwards, you know? Well, dude, I, I'll tell you this, man. I'm, I'm glad you've kept up the grind. I, I We're expecting a big year out of you this year, man. It, it looks it looks very encouraging for you. Thank you so much for being on the show, bro. Oh, man, thank you guys for coming through. Tell you know people I mean? how they can get in contact with you, what social medias they need to look you up for, and what they should be looking out for. On Instagram, uh, it's at obnoxious underscore 619. Facebook, they can find me under Obnoxious. That's my music mm -hmm. band thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can find me on there. I really don't... Uh, I'm about to make a Twitter because DJ Jam told me... I, <laughs> she said, you need a Twitter. He's right. You know, I was like, yeah, I, was like I need a Twitter. Then, we'll you know help you I mean? out. Let us know. <laughs> I, was like, that, I was like, you know, the guy who DJs for just Snoop and Dre. Yeah. He's like, you need a Twitter. Like, hey, kind of hard to argue with. I need one. Oh, and that's the thing, too, that's been a big blessing lately is messing with Jam and... Him, me telling him I'm like bro like how I told you guys a story about yeah. Dre and Snoop that's what influenced me and the guy who works with them and he's showing me footage of him being in the studio at the Chronic and I'm at this guy's house I'm that's like man dope, I was like man. it's just one step fucking closer yeah and I just I posted on Facebook the other day I did drops for him like you know like hey this is obnoxious with DJ Jam yeah, yeah, right yeah. here on W Balls or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and uh W Balls yeah and then he shows me drops he's like oh yeah look what I have right here and he shows me drops with Tupac and Biggie and Nate Dogg doing the same ones wow and I was like bro that's fucking that's a trip like I was telling my girl I was like that's nuts I was like he just played me doing the same drops as her and she's like yeah that's cool I was like no listen <laughs> <laughs> you don't I was, understand I was, like, I was like I did I was like I was like he respects me enough to have me do drops yeah. that he had them do and he told me so you gotta think Tupac and Biggie weren't always famous yeah. And I was like, that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, you know, and you just never know because he said when he had got those biggie drops, he still wasn't popping yet. 
in the West Coast, he was the first DJ to spin him because it was still iffy at that times. And when Biggie came out here, he was the first DJ to mess with him and got those drops from him. And he was like, he wasn't who he was yeah. then. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. so you got a thing. And then same with Tupac. Before he really, before he was killed, he was big, but he isn't the icon that he yeah. was. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He was just. Yeah, another you know he's another rapper. Another rapper, yeah. yeah. But when he got killed, he, then he turned to fucking John Lennon. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. He was like, oh, now he's an icon. But he's like, you got to think, not everybody was always famous, you yeah. know. And I'm like, that's true. I was like, my drops could be something, someone else. Absolutely, up somebody day, could, you know? yeah, somebody <laughs> could go there and be like, yo, they play. He played me with obnoxious yeah. drops. Did you hear that shit? It, it was just crazy. Like it was just a surreal yeah, moment. He was on crappy Austin. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> you just you, you just never know. You know what I mean? And it, it's everything. Everything is an outlet. You know what I mean? You make fans every day. Someone could listen to this, go listen yeah. to music, and I just inspired someone that I didn't even know. You just never know how how someone could be inspired. You know what I mean? And they might hear us right now and be like, "Let's go, let, man. Let's Hopefully, see what the fuck man. he sounds like." You I know bet. What I, mean? I bet you they will. And I know you guys have been hearing his music throughout the show. Please some support everything obnoxious does man he's gonna have you're gonna check out a lot of his stuff when it comes out on platform collection we'll be sure to post it for you guys um and if you're listening to this on itunes stitcher or tune in go to platformcollection.com right now and you'll see all his links and Spreaker. Spreaker. And <laughs> go there. Uh, go there. You'll see all his links, and you'll hook up with him really quick. Dude, thank you so much, bro. Man, thank you, guys. We'll see, we'll thank see you, you next time. Please come back again. Yep, let's yep. do it. Absolutely. You may now flush the toilet. The club closed down. Where you going? We ain't leaving till 6 in the morning. What you want to do? Shit. I got a pocket full of money, and my homeboys do, too. Get ruined at the taco shop. Start turning up in the parking lot. Old school hop. I ain't tripping on the bins. I'd rather make Money, not friends. Yeah, my bag in my cup with no juice in. Wanna hang with me? Bring a noose in. Put the beats on, no producing. Essays, bloods, crips, ooses, ruthless. Death Row made me the 80s in Cali. My life so crazy. Brenda had a baby, now that motherfucker banged out. Window down, the gang signs hang out. Ain't shit changed, but the day on the calendar. In my own lane, see no challenges. Only competition is me, homie. Brought the alarm just in case they wanna sleep on me. You better wake that ass up, though. Cutthroat. I put it out like a upload of blood smoke. When it's down to the roast, don't play a fuck around. I'm the coach. Uh. Club, the club closed down. Where you going? We ain't leaving till six in the morning. What you wanna do? Shit. I got a pocket full of money and my homeboys do too. Get ruined at the taco shop. Start turning up in the parking lot. Old school hop. I ain't tripping on the bins. I'd rather make money, not friends. I'm trying to put my city on the map, though. Fuck Spanos and we don't want to back home. Rob Stone brought a plaque home. And I'm going to put the Mexicans back on. Hammershaw to Crenshaw, Slauson. Spring Valley swap meets like Compton. Pro clubs, dickies, and my chucks, too. I was in a dope spot like fuck school. Tattoos like Pac, I'm a thug, too. Love in the streets, but the streets don't love you. I wanted to be like Snoop. Attitude like Cube in the 6 folk cool. Get loot like money never slowed up. From the city where we like our tacos rolled up. I'm just trying to win like Quinn and Paula, but I started on the swing. Yeah. Club, the club closed down where you going? We ain't leaving till six in the morning. What you want to do? Shit. I got a pocket full of money and my homeboys do too. Get ruined at the taco shop. Start turning up in the parking lot. Old school hop, I ain't tripping on the bins. I'd rather make money, not friends. Platform collection.
Selection.com.